0: believe that really we are a great nation how many people believe that no 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 no. it's not because you want to sound politically correct you are convinced personally that we're a great nation you see no but if if you're not convinced don't put your hand down don't put your hand up or rather you know but if truly you are convinced that we're a great nation any hand like that yes You, you know i understand why some hands are not up there's a generation in church that never saw this nation when this nation used to be very, very good. Ah. There was a time Milkman, if you subscribe, will put fresh milk, dairy milk, fresh farm dairy milk at every doorstep, This same nation. There was a time like that. There was a time when houses did not have fences and you just moved from number three to number five to number, you just moved. And nobody will steal anything from anybody. There was a time like that. There was a time when every child along the street was known by everybody in the neighborhood. And they will call you by your surname. Is that not almost um, so so and so? Is that not so so and so's child in the same nation? As a young boy growing up, the first time I saw Puju 504. We thought it was very strange. Because we were used to 403 and 404. So what is up with your 504? And I can never forget the plate number, RIV 50. That was the number of that 504. You know who owned it? CNA Orwell Brown. How many people even know that name? Some have never heard of it before. (laughs) elder brother was a pilot in Nigeria, and was then Captain Orwell Brown. This nation was good. One couple that had oil in it will buy you a lot of toffees. The sweet we used to lick then was toffee, toffee, hey, more toffee, you don't know toffee? Your pockets will be full. And of course they will know you at the dental clinic because it's time for extraction, this same nation. Appearance. I mean, may the Lord restore our land. But it is a great nation. You had the presentations. Officer Kenny. Ah. I don't know. Say still there, your body. Once a soldier, always a soldier. <laughs> Hallelujah. You had the presentations. Because many times we talk about the negative sides of Nigeria. Those things they said are facts about our nation. Amen. And everybody cannot JP. JP to where? All of us. Which nation will take all of us? Amen. That's the truth of the matter. So the Lord will heal our land. For Nigeria to stand and to stay as the nigeria of our dreams we need strong institutions underpinning strong institutions are individuals with strong values strong values will make strong institutions because in nigeria today there's no institution that has not been affected by the rot and the decadence in the system no institution hallelujah a young lady Well, not so young. You know, she's in her 40s. Um, She works in the oil industry. And she said, she begged them. She begged her bosses. She was working with a multinational oil industry in in Rivers, Porakon. She begged her bosses to move her away from her unit, from her section. She was in charge of inventory. She said what she saw in the store last night, equipment valued at $5 million dollars. The following morning was no longer there. Private sector, this is what government do. She says, please move me away from this section before I start running mad because I I saw it last night here. What we need. All sorts, but underpinning strong institutions are individuals that carry strong values. And don't say... When I see that there is change, me too, I will change. If it has to be, or if it must be, then it must be you. Hallelujah. I want to say this. A friend of mine told me a story. You know, when you become an empty nester, some understand what I mean. Eventually, anytime time the children come home, it's like you're having a party because you're an emptiness. All the children have left home. So when they now come home, it's like, ah, you are so excited. So he said he was excited. His two children came home uh, because he was turning 60. And so they came, you know, to check on daddy and mommy and so on. So he said he now wanted to buy fuel at the filling station. And... Uh, He said he wanted to buy maybe 5,000 naira fuel or something like that. And uh, he was talking to his children in the car. And he noticed the attendant said, it's done. Uh, He said that was too fast. He said he looked and the lady said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I should add another 2,500. That was a mistake. So she added the 2,500 extra. He said he had kept 200 naira in his hand that he wanted to give the lady, the attendant, as tip. I hope you give tips. You know, it's not in our culture. And we inherited that from the British. The British don't, they don't give tips. But you don't go to North America and baba cuts your hair, you don't drop tip. Taxi gives you ride, you don't drop tip. Even in Uber, there is tip included in your payment that you've made, am I right or wrong? Not America or Niti. They would think you are, and you are a black man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the man kept his $200 back in his pocket and said, this one that wanted to defraud me before. What if I was not vigilant? And, he drove, and the student said, Daddy, why did you put the money back in your pocket? He said, didn't you see what happened? They said, uh-huh, ah. He, he said, are you blind? I said, didn't you not see what happened? They said, and so? They said, Daddy, the fact that she's bad must not make you bad. They said, Daddy, turn back now. They said, what did you say? They said, Daddy, turn back now. Ah. He was telling me, he said, Mumma, turn back. He said he had to turn back. And he had to give the lady the 200, before his children, he said, you don't allow other people's bad behavior to stop you from being good. You don't allow other people's bad behavior. If they are caustic, must you be caustic. So if everybody is stealing, must you steal. If everybody is telling a lie, must you tell a lie. If everybody is bad, must you be bad. We are the light of cosmos. We are the salt of terror. We can be different. And not only must you be different, let's show the difference. It's called influence. Hallelujah. Let us pray. I ask the Lord to speak to you this morning. Lord, speak to me this morning, I pray. Minister to me this morning from your word, I ask. And Lord, minister to every one of us this morning and transform our lives as together we hear this message. Lord, it's our prayer that uh, everyone will be visited, everyone will make adjustments and Christ Jesus will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Praise the Lord. So of course, you know I'm talking about influence as the title of this message. Incidentally... Uh, yeah, 2023 is our year of influence as a church because that's a theme of our anniversary this year. We're still talking about 2023, influence. Help me look at your neighbor and say influence. Help me ask, are you a person of influence? Okay, ask another person, are you still a person of influence? Or you never were a person of influence? Yeah. We shall find out. Femi, are you still a person of influence? Hallelujah. You should ask me to. Ah, ask me. Ah, I'm trying to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody's left out. So what is influence? The capacity to make things happen. That's influence. Influence, indirect impact. That is influence. And that's, that captures it. Indirect impact. You are not seen, you are not heard, but what you are doing is speaking. Hallelujah. Indirect impact. Actually, I, I, I put something here. I said silent effectiveness. Influence. Silent effectiveness. You know, light does not shout, light shines. Light does not shout, light shines. Light does not shout. Ah, how I wish I were to be a typical Arauki! Light does not shout. Light (laughs) shines. Hallelujah! Light does not shout. Light shines. What did Jesus say? Matthew's Gospel, chapter five, and verse thirteen. We are. The salt of the earth, and so on. 14 says, We are the light of the world. Light does not shout, light shines. Ask yourself, Are you shining or are you shouting? Is your life shouting or is your life shining? Where God has placed you. Hallelujah. God has positioned us wherever we are for a purpose that we might shine. Is your light shining or are you shouting? When you are shouting, you are begging for attention. When you shine, you compel attention. Which one are you? Which one am I? Praise the Lord. Influence. Influence could be negative or positive, but influence is influence. It will make things happen, whether positively or whether negatively. Influence always will make things happen. So ask yourself, am I a person of influence or not? Positive influence. King David of old was a positive influence. He was a positive influence in his time and a positive influence for all time. Did you hear what I said? King David was a positive influence in his time, and he was a positive influence, or he's still a positive influence for all time. Why do I say that? Is King David not still speaking to us even now? Is King David not alive amidst us even now? Why? Jesus is here. We are called by the name of Jesus because uh, a descendant of David came. His name is Jesus. You will not fail to have a man sit on the throne of Israel. That was messianic. That promise to David was a promise about the Messiah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Messiah came. From the lineage of David, I will ne- that's why I will never forget. Batimius, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped. He was saying that man knows me. He does not know me objectively. He knows me intuitively. That man knows me. Hallelujah. David positive influence in his generation until today, he's relevant. May we be relevant long after we have gone. May we be relevant long after we are gone. May may people still be referring to you long after you have gone. Hallelujah. Everywhere you pass through, leave imprints behind. In your primary school, leave imprints behind. Hallelujah. In your neighborhood, imprints Somebody's name used to be Shadia. She used to live in Yemetu area. In those days, uh, public taps will not function. And the day water is restored to the public taps, everybody in the neighborhood fights to get water. It is a question of survival of the fittest. And uh, a generation here is not used to metal buckets. When we're going to a boarding house, We'll use Kandahar, how many remember Kandahar? To put our names on our metal buckets. If you hit somebody with that metal bucket, it's a court underneath, it's a court. Hallelujah. She will fight in Yemen too. They knew her in Yemen too at the public tab. Because once water came, a lady fighting men and she will get water. And the, the same lady became a believer in Christ. She went back there. Do you still remember me and your Who will forget you? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Leave imprints behind in your secondary school. Leave imprints behind in your higher institution, your university, your wherever you go. Leave imprints behind in places where you walked. Leave imprints behind places where you walked because you're no longer there, but they're still talking about you. They still refer to some files. They still see some of your reports, some of the work you did, and they say, come and see something. Hallelujah. If you would bother to read some of the speeches or the addresses, or the books of the late chief of You will know that people lived in this land. People have been cerebral for long. Hallelujah. I was discussing with young people who were involved in politics uh, and they were saying the older generation is not allowing them space to operate. I said, are you guys ready for politics? Because uh, politics is one thing. Governance is another thing. Politics will take you into governance. When you get to office, governance begins. What will you offer? So there's politics, but the end of politics is governance. What will you offer when you get there? I began to ask them question, what is fiscal federalism? They don't know. I said, do you understand anything about developmental economics? They don't know. Don't you know that the woman who sells pepper in aquata market must get her supplies from the farm? Don't you know there must be feeder roads that will link the farm to aquata market? Don't you know she must have access to microcredit to buy and to recycle her, her trading business? There's a cycle, it's a trading cycle. Developmental economics, grassroots based like that. It, is, it starts from foundation. A house is built from down up. If there is no provision for those operating down there, there can't be peace for those operating up there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, where did I enter, Self. Let me stay with my message. Praise the Lord. Positive impact, positive influence. King David, 1 Kings 11, 11 to 13. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon. So Solomon was the king now. For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, because in the last 20 years of the reign of Solomon, he deviated, married strange wives, began to serve idols, and so on. So God said, Because you have not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely tear or rend the kingdom from thee, and I will give it to thy servant. But see what the Lord said. I highlighted it in my Bible. Notwithstanding in thy days, I will not do it. For David, your father's sake. God judged Solomon. He did what was right, and what was wrong, I beg your pardon. He deviated from the right ways of God, and God judged Solomon. But he now said, that judgment will not take effect in your day, during your reign, because of your father. If God were to be a Yoruba man, you know what he would say? He would say, they say, Ojola, bye bye. Hallelujah. Ola means um, your father's um, goodness or something like that. That you are enjoying the goodwill of your father. Hey, let's call it goodwill. The goodwill of your father. Ah, many times we fail to see messages and the messages are all over. Always look at Danfo drivers when you see them, those Danfo inscriptions. Have you seen something like Ola Daddy before? On a Danfo or Ola Mommy? Hey, ola dadi ola mummy don't you know a christian should carry the same imprint ola daddy. you don't understand ola daddy. this tolu aloko you are saying ola dadi ola jesus la fala la njo la, 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 la oluwa you don't know that song oba toto be dancing orisua Ori, hallelujah this tolu aloko you are saying ola dadi Who is that daddy? No. Our heavenly father is our father. Hallelujah. And he gave us his son. So we are enjoying the goodwill of Jesus. We are enjoying the goodwill of God the father. Praise God forever. So for the sake of David, his father, the judgment was reserved Till the next man on the throne, or for the next man on the throne. So let's read verse twelve again. Notwithstanding, in the days in thy days, I will not do it for David thy father's sake, but I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. But I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. So the judgment was reserved for Rehoboam. Thirteen. Howbeit, I will not rend away all the kingdom. Take note. Again, I highlighted this. But will give one tribe to thy son. For David, my servant's sake. There must be something about this David. Praise the Lord. What was it about David? He was called a man after God's own heart. Influence. Is that your testimony? Is that my testimony? Praise the Lord. David, positive influence. Hmm. Negative influence, an example of negative influence, because we said influence can be positive or negative, Jeroboam. Remember Jeroboam. Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Jeroboam that never knew that he could become king because he was not of the royal land. But because of the judgment that came upon Israel, because of Solomon's sin, that Rehoboam inherited the judgment, 10 tribes went to the north. And those 10 tribes had kings that did not belong to the royal line. At times they will do coup. They plan coup d'etat. They kill the king and somebody else takes over. Yeah, it was rough in the northern kingdom. Anyway, Jeroboam became king. First Kings chapter 14, 15 to 16. Let's read. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And the Lord will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water. Judgment was coming upon Jeroboam. Because, you know what Jeroboam did? Let me quickly say it. You know what Jeroboam did? After he became king over the ten tribes, he now erected altars, built altars in Samaria, in the northern kingdom. And he was telling the people of Israel, don't go down to Judea. Don't go down to Judah, the south, to go and worship God, because they must go at least three times or four times in a year to worship for the major field. He said, don't go. Say, stay here. Do your worship here. Because he was afraid of losing the people. And I always say, why struggle to keep? What did not struggle to get? He was struggling to keep power that God looked at him so, 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 and gave to him. You that you were not born in a royal family, God now puts you there as king. You are now struggling. Child of God, stop struggling. Amen. He shared the story of someone who said, in the 90s, God blessed him with the beautiful Nissan L'Oreal. He so said it was American speck. He said every night he would look out from the window to check the car and smile until the day the car was stolen. He said, oh, the day it was stolen, he went for house fellowship. He offered to drop people off in their houses after house fellowship before going back. He now said he parked in food, uh, Favors to buy something from Favors supermarket and he came out and the car was gone. He said, God now said, hmm our friend, Say it in Yoruba, our friend. You've been looking at the gifts. You've not been looking at the giver. That was the problem of Jeroboam. Amen. And so the Lord said, you have turned the heart of the people away from me to serve idols. said, I will judge you. So that's the judgment we're reading. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So let's read on, 1 Kings 14, from verse 15. The Lord will strike Israel as the reed is shaken in the water and root up Israel out of this good land that he gave to their fathers and scatter them beyond the Euphrates River because they have made their ushering, provoking the Lord to anger. And he will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned and made Israel to sin. See his own influence. He sinned and he made Israel to sin. 1 Kings 15, 29 to 30. And as soon as he was king, he killed all the house of Jeroboam. He left to the house of Jeroboam no, not one that breathed until he had destroyed it according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by his servant, Ahida the Shilonite. It was for the sins of Jeroboam that he sinned and that he made Israel to sin. It became a recording decimal. Anytime Jeroboam's name was mentioned, the one who sinned and who made Israel to sin, that was his own testimony. Influence, no, but that one is negative influence. May that not be our portion. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus. Samuel was a man of influence. Elisha, the Tishbite was a man of, uh, Elisha, the son of Shabbat was a man of influence. It's Elijah that is the Tishbite. Elisha, the son of Shepherd, was a man of influence. Jesus, the son of God, influence. Samuel was a man of influence. You know what Samuel said? He said, is it not wheat harvest today? He said, I will call upon God And he will send thunder and rain today. That shouldn't happen in wheat harvest. He said, so that you will know that I'm called by the name of land, that this agenda is of God. And he prayed and he called upon the Lord. Influence. He knew and he was sure of his stand with God. What is influence? The capacity to make something happen. Influence. God needs us like that. Hallelujah. God needs us. Elisha, the son of Shaphat, was a man of influence. The story of a great woman of Shunem, the Shunammite woman. Who offered him, you know, a bedchamber and made him comfortable anytime he was on his missionary journeys. One day he said to a servant, call the woman. Woman, what do you want? Ask her, what does she want? What does she want? The woman said, I want nothing. You know what Elisha said? Elisha said, does she want me to speak to the king for her? Meaning he had access to the king. He had influence with the king. Whatever the king... Whatever he told the king, the king will do. Do you remember the day that Elisha died? Don't you know that the king mourned him? The day he died. The Bible says Elisha was sick of his sickness Whereof he died. He told the king, he said, strike the ground When he died, the king said, my father, my father. The king was calling the prophet his father. Hallelujah. See the extent of his influence. He so, said, you want me to speak to the king for you? What do you want, woman? He said, husband is old. They don't have a child. So said, is that it? And he spoke and it happened. Influence. Do you know we can grow in influence and God expects us to grow in influence. Influence. We are a people of influence as believers in Christ. And so if we will do what is right, things will turn out right in our nation. Let's start with ourselves. Hallelujah. Some people I enjoyed this morning, they don't pay taxes. They have businesses, they operate businesses, they have income from those businesses, they don't pay taxes. I'm a pastor, I pay taxes. I'm not paying as you UN, I pay taxes, yes. And uh, we held a meeting, administrative meeting, you know, and uh, I said, yes, staff of environment ministry should be in the tax nets. I was the one that went to your State Board of Internal Revenue about 23 years ago, something like that. And I said, I'm bringing Vine Branch into the tax net of your State. But yeah, a pastor, you shouldn't pay tax. Which law says so? Personal Income Tax Act? Which one? Tell me the one that says so. Right? Oh, <laughs> we used to call it ITMA in those days. Income tax money, I as my as my senior colleagues are here. ITMA. <laughs> we even had a lecturer called Baba ITMA. He knew every section of income tax off head. Once he put his head on his head, section like, it's section like 166. Anyway, yes. Everybody's quiet now because people don't pay taxes. <laughs> uh, Pastor, if we pay tax now, you know, the government will just uh, squander the money and spend it anyhow. Other people's bad behavior must not influence your good character. We started from there. That's where we started from. I'll never forget that day when I went to the board and I told the chairman of the board and that one went to the tax net. He called all his directors. He said, come on here, come on here, come on here. And the man was a Muslim. His name was Mr. Zakari Yao. Maybe you know him. Anybody know him? Mr. Zakari? He retired from, with long, beard. I say, wa, 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 wa. come on here, yeah, come on here. Yeah. Pastor, I said, I should repeat what I said. Yes. Praise the Lord. Is that not influence? Is that not light shining? That's light shining. That's not light shouting. <clears throat> ah, some Christians to handle petty cash alone in the office, impressed in the office. Burn again, tongue talking. Head, in fact, no part of your body exposed. Total neck uh, gown, you know, the tie scarf and so on. They're always singing praise. that a lot of single, single. But impressed, office impressed. They can't account for it. Spot check is done by the accountant and say, Madam, your book says you have 5,600. Where is it? Uh, 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 uh. By the time they say, uh, uh, oh, She has stolen money. What did she use it for? Okay, you are thinking of uh, the sister that is actually to hundred impress You that they kept home sale money with. House sale money, house fellowship money. And they say, well, we need that money on Saturday for neighborhood Crusade. And you begin to, hey, please, can you borrow me $5,000 there? You can, can you? Ah, where's your integrity? Influence, someone say Influence. It starts from me, it starts from you. Praise God. You, you can't account for money. They can't keep money in your hands. You'll even back it up with a stupid proverb. Atowolo, atowene, you now it, turn it to a prayer. Somebody has his money and your own money. May God not uh, deprive of us money, of money. If somebody has his money, it's not your money. Hallelujah. <laughs> so there's positive influence and there's negative influence. So Samuel was a man of influence. Elijah was a man of influence. Jesus, the son of God, was a man of influence. I use man. For there is one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. I'm using man deliberately. Hallelujah. Don't forget he was son of man. What did Jesus say? So in the Gospel of St. Matthew, he said, do you think I cannot presently, I cannot now presently call on my father and he will give unto me more than 12 legions of angels? Influence. He was saying, angelic host can be deployed on my behalf if I call upon my father and I influence. The capacity to make something happen. He said, but he wouldn't do that because he realized he was called to die. Because he could have defended himself and the Romans would not have been able to arrest him. Ordinary they came to the garden and they said, we seek Jesus of Nazareth, ordinary I am he. They all fell down to the ground. They all fell, went backward and fell. Ordinary I am he. Oh, that was what he said. He didn't say fire. They said, we seek Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. And all of them went backward and fell down. The people that came to arrest him. And like I always say, he had to tone down the power. He toned it down so that they could arrest him. You know, he, he had to yield. He used faith to die. You don't understand? Jesus used his faith to die. He had to release faith in order to die. Because, (laughs) ordinarily, he can't die. He released faith to die because of you and me. You don't understand? (laughs) Praise God. Paul was a man of influence. Moses was a man of influence. Moses that would go before Pharaoh. I was saying this some weeks back. Let me quickly say this. Moses, you, you, the, Egypt of old. Egypt of old was a world power, we know. Cradle of civilization, we know. But Egypt of old was steeped in high-level idolatry. Pharaoh himself and his throne was an idol that they worshipped. Any time Moses appeared before Pharaoh, it was contest going on between light and darkness. Divination, enchantment, sorcery was going on, taking place. Do you think Pharaoh planned for Moses to return the next day for another threat? It's like as he's going, let him fall down and die. As he gets into the house, let the building collapse upon his head, let him, Again, he will see the man the next day. Thess here, the Lord, let my people go. Because Pharaoh was a demon. The institution was steeped in idolatry. Go and study. Hallelujah. So you think Pharaoh must just appear before Pharaoh anyhow and say, Thess here, the Lord, let my people go. Ah! There are some details that the Bible spares us. Praise the Lord. Yet, he survived it. He was a man of influence. And Pharaoh had to concede to the power of God because he saw that this was superior to his own power, God's power. So three things about influence today. Number one, awareness. Number one, awareness. Awareness. For you to be a person of influence, you must be a person of awareness. In awareness, we talk about consciousness. An understanding of what is happening or what is existing. You must know what is happening, what is going on, what is existing, consciousness. So it is the ability or, of knowing or understanding that something exists or something is happening. Awareness. If you're not a person of awareness, you can't be a person of influence. And for you to be a person of awareness, you must despise ignorance. The ignorant cannot be people of influence. If you are ignorant, you can't be influential. Everybody will pass you by. In fact, everything will pass you by and you won't know that anything has passed you by because you are ignorant. When you are ignorant, you you are simply occupying space. You carry no value. Awareness. Somebody say awareness. Israel was much more than Egypt and they did not know it. They were not aware. The king of Egypt, Pharaoh, that Pharaoh knew it because Pharaoh is the title. You see, Pharaoh is not a name. So there was Ramesses. There, were, I mean, different pharaohs. Amen. So Israel was more. They were more and stronger than the Egyptians, but they did not know it. So what happened to them? They were oppressed. They were punished. They were driven like slaves. They were used anyhow. Exodus chapter 1. Let's, let's quickly read. From verse 6. And Joseph died and all his brethren and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased. You see that. Abundantly and multiplied and works exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. But they did not know it. Israel did not know it. They were not conscious of it. Child of God, be conscious of who you are and what you carry. They did not know it. 10. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. Do you see now that Israel did not realize that there were more? So he said, Let's quickly act against them now, let's suppress them. 11. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Rameses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Huh. Awareness, consciousness, you need it. We're going to read a long story right now. But remember, there was a time, Absalom, the foster son of David, no, it wasn't the first son; it was number three. was number three, son of David, Absalom. He usurped the kingdom, usurped his father's authority, you know, and uh, he was leading a rebellion and so on. And David had to leave Judah. Absalom slept with 10 of his father's uh, concubines in the sight of the whole of Israel. Remember that story? On the strength of whose advice? Ahithophel, the Gilonite, was the one that advised him. So he became a stench to his father. And finally, Joab and his brothers, they killed Absalom. Even though the king had said, be gentle with the young man Absalom for my sake, they killed him. He painted David, but they killed him. Finally, at the age of 70, King David had become very old. The Bible talks about him being a very old man. There are 70-year-old individuals in church today, men and women who don't look old and jagged and rugged. Hallelujah. Martins is here. Pademola is here. Mommy Odukoya is here. Uh, Ogukoya is here. Grandma Iba comes to church virtually every day. These are people in their 70s. They are not tigege. Tige. You know what tigege is? Tigege. So, my son, hold my hand. How many people held their hands when they were climbing the steps this morning to enter church? But David, the Bible says, he got no heat. At 70, that is, was always shivering and shaking. Until they brought Abishai to say, Come and stand beside the king, minister to him, rub your hand over his body. Maybe he will be warm. Anyway, that was going on in the life of David. And Adonijah looked and said, This king is no more the King David we used to know. And the next king, because he was next to Absalom. I don't know what happened to the first two sons of, of King David, but number three rebelled, died. Number four, Adonijah. Adonijah said, yes. And he called 50 people. He had uh, entourage. Uh, and they gathered Joab uh, and Zadok, the priest, before, behind him. And said, I'm the next king. And they started calling him the prince, uh, the king. Oh, uh, my you know, they started calling him those names. Uh, and he was running around. And the Bible says, David said nothing about it. What I'm saying is Bible story. Isn't it also? David said nothing about it. Meanwhile, there was Nathan, the prophet. There was uh, Beniah, the son of Jehoiada. These were the chief of army staff that replaced uh, Joab. They were kept in the dark. And then there was a plot. A plot orchestrated by a man called Nathan, the, tro- the, the prophet. You know who he went to meet? Bathsheba. They were aware, Nathan was aware that there is nothing he told David that David would not do. He also knew that if Batsheba should show up, huh, that David will listen. He said, we will plan this thing. Awareness, consciousness. Be conscious of the power you wield, amen. Use it to your advantage. Do you know it was awareness, consciousness that made um, Rebecca to plan with uh, Jacob, Rebecca, I know what your father likes. I know how he likes his meal done. On top of rat and rabbit, let him go to the field and whatever, before he brings it, I will get it prepared. You take it to him, he will bless you. And we've said it before in church. When she was pregnant, there was contention going on within her. And she went and inquired. And she was told, the older will serve the younger. So it was her own way of bringing that fulfillment, bringing that prophecy to, to, pass, you don't help God fulfill His promises. That was the mistake she made. Who's with me up till now? Okay, let's read. So Nathan and Bathsheba, the plot awareness because of influence. If you are not a person of awareness, you can't be influential. You can't. Hmm. Ah, it's a long read. I'm stop trying. It's First Kings chapter one. I want to see how we can shorten the read. From verse 5. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. He prepared for himself chariots and horsemen, 50 men to run before him, and his father had not rebuked him at all up to that time. Um, let me move to verse 7 or 8, or maybe 9, 10. So Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that? And this was where Nathan went to meet Bathsheba. Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king, and David, our lord, does not know it. Come, please, let me now give you advice. Influence. Let me now give you advice that you may save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Why? Because God had told David that Solomon was succeeding. Adonijah knew that and still went ahead and made himself king. Go immediately to King David and say to him, Did you not, my Lord, O King, swear to your midst of him, saying, Assuredly, your son Solomon shall reign after me, And he shall sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? Then while you are still talking there with the king, I also will come in after you and confirm your words. See the plot. Hallelujah. Question. Tell me the sin. Sin. S-I-N. In what Nathan said and in that plan. There's nothing there. So what do you see there? This is what I see there. Common sense. Don't forget, somebody said God gave you a brain so that you can give him a break. Christians, there are times, okay, somebody, if, somebody that I know many years ago, Amr robbers entered into his, into his premises in Bodhjah then, you know, and they were shooting and they were doing all sorts, all sorts, and they were looking for him. They had a business going on then, and and they were looking for him to kill him or to get money from him, whatever. And then he hid himself. Finally, he came out of the compound. They were in the front part of the building, you know, and he looked at the fence. You know, one thought could have said, just surrender. He said, fence. He went back. He charged that defense. Adrenaline carried him his skill defense. When he landed on the other side, he had a fracture, but... (laughs) God had delivered him. Listen. Lose him had been done. Or, or, uh, sorry. Lazarus come forth had taken place. So Lazarus had come forth. But he came out Bound, hands and foot. Jesus now said, lose him and let him go. Lazarus come forth, that was spiritual. Lose him and let him go, that was physical. Is someone listening to me? It's a balance. When we pray, we connect with the spiritual. When the answer to the prayer comes, it depends on the mental and physical to execute it. Hallelujah, who is still with me up to now? So there was no sin in what they did. Awareness. There was no sin in what they did. Awareness. Hmm. Where was I? So he said to her, so while you're still talking to the king, I will come. I'm trying to look for where I was. Anyway, I'll just read. So Bathsheba went into the chamber of a king. Now the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite was serving the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did homage to the king. Then the king said, What is your wish? Then she said to him, My lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your maidservant, saying, Assuredly Solomon your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. So now look, Adonijah has become king. And now, my lord the king, you do not know about it. He has sacrificed oxen and fattened calf and sheep in abundance and has invited all the sons of the king. Abiathar the priest and Joab the commander of the army, they are all there. But Solomon, your servant, he was not invited. And as for you, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, that you shall tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him. Was this all that Nathan put in her? No, she too. She had something in her all along and she began to break it down, Mm -hmm. break it down. Otherwise, it will happen when my Lord the King rests with his fathers that I and my son Solomon will be counted as offenders. And just then, while she was still talking with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. Somebody said, You know, that was the plan. So they told the king, saying, Here is Nathan the prophet. And when he came in before the king, he bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Guess what? In that culture, at that time, when the prophet came in like that, the wife of the king must excuse them. So she had to go out. Let's read on. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, have you said Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne? For he has gone down today, and has sacrificed oxen, and fatted calf, and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons, and the commanders of the army, and Abiathar the priest. And look, they are eating and drinking before him, and they say, Long live king Adonijah. But he has not invited me, me your servant, nor Zadok the priest, nor Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, nor your servant Solomon. Has this thing been done by my lord the king? And have you not told your servant who shall sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him? Ah, it was too much. King David answered and said, call Bathsheba to me. So she wasn't there. Call Bathsheba to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king took an oath and said, as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from every distress? The rest is story, like they say. So who became king? Solomon became king. Said, bring out my mule. Let him ride on the king's mule. See Awareness. Otherwise, Bathsheba would have been killed because Adonijah, once he got on the throne, would have said, kill every opposition to the throne. But that did not happen. Awareness, awareness. Listen, we must know the things that God has given to us. We must be conscious of what God has given to us. Let's read um, 1 Corinthians 2, 11. To 12, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received. Somebody say, now I have received. Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God. Now I have received the Holy Spirit. What's going to happen? That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We have received so that we can know. Now I have received of the spirit of God so that I can know the things that are freely given to me by God, why are they free? Grace brought them free. The blood of Jesus was the price paid for them. Some things have been freely given to you. I hope you realize them. Some things have been freely given to you. I hope you know them. I, I can't hear you. You see, you see, that's what I'm saying. You see, that's what I'm saying. There's ignorance in the camp. That's what I'm saying. Those who are not ignorant know the things that have been freely given to them because the Spirit of God has been given to you. What has been given to you together with the Spirit of God? Grace is given, favor is given, help is given, strength is given, wealth is given, revelation knowledge is given, insight is given, understanding of our times is given. Someone says given. You must know the things that are freely given unto you and leverage them. Use them to your advantage. Who is with me up till now? Awareness. Very important. So you must be a person of awareness. You must be a lover of knowledge, seek knowledge. Otherwise you'll be ignorant. If you are ignorant, you will know what to do. So we have an upper hand and that is influence because of knowledge. Imagine Daniel not knowing that the number of years decreed for Israel in Babylon was 70 years. They will have been in captivity forever. Daniel chapter 9 verse 1, he said, I, Daniel, I understood, I understood, I understood. I became aware, I became conscious by the books. By the books, it's in reading, revelation comes. It comes in the wo- forms of words, amen, revelation. You know, we interpret words and in pictures, human beings, amen. What is God saying to you? What has God said to you? That idea, and I have this idea. You've been talking about that idea for the past five years. When are you going to do something about that idea? That idea, that idea. And by the time somebody starts to say, and I'm the first that got that idea Story. Praise the Lord. Awareness, consciousness. Amen. For you to be a person of influence. I'm sorry. But you know, some things are happening in Nigeria right now. And those things are happening. How many people saw the video of uh, trains, train wagons, leaving at pot? You saw it. Why couldn't those things be done in the past? If you are not familiar with Apapa area, you won't understand the enormity of that problem, that that is solving right now. But if you know Apapa area, you will know it's a problem. Or if you are into importation business and you have consignment coming and it stays three days in the ghost load, you, you, you will know. This is not politics, it's not about politics. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not advocating, I can't do that on the altar. But you see, the incumbent man there was a town man, town boy, from his days in the corporate world. There are former bankers here who can testify to that, head of treasury. You know, that's networking. I know somebody that every afternoon then they will go out on lunch together. And during lunch, over lunch, you say, how much are you bringing? Okay, I can get the $250 million for placement, for deposits, for official work. Are you getting it? So, and this is somebody that has spent a lot of time networking with people. You know, they say your net work determines your net worth. There are places that man has touched that he has influenced. It's not politics, though. So. But when they said he's the one, I, did, I, I didn't vote for him. but I knew what was going to happen. It's not politics though. You know, there's something our people say. Be careful with the wisdom of our people. Let me be literal in translating it. It is a thief that knows how to follow the footpath of another thief on the top of a rock. Some of them have an idea of where the problems of Nigeria are than some of them. Because if you want to find out, maybe they also were part of the problems. And if a new attitude comes upon them to effect change, they know where the problems are. So they can remove the problems, the booby traps. They know where they are and they can remove them and they can remove them and they can remove them. Don't despise your relationships. Be aware of the people God has placed in your life. Be aware of the resources at your disposal in men. Men are resources. Hallelujah. Even your secondary school platform. You left secondary school 45 years ago and those platforms could be problematic. Ask now one yesterday now. On our secondary school platform, all these, are all over the place. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. But I won't exit from that platform because there are days I am needed. I'm a person of influence. If you step out, another will take your place. Influence doesn't work like that. There are times I might need something and I will call on one of them and they'll be more than, ha- uh, more than happy to help me. One day I wanted to do something in VI and I didn't want to sleep on the mainland before going to VI in the morning. So I just called and I said, uh, no, sir, how far? Uh, can you give me any hotel that you know is safe and so on and uh, that is not too pricey? One night, sleep. I must say, I spend 100000 to sleep for one night. Is something dreamy. <laughs> Nothing is me. So, ah, be laughing. <laughs> so he said to him, he said, that, that's not a problem. That, uh, I really don't know any place, but that's not a problem. And he wasn't in the country, I didn't know. He said, that's not a problem. I've spoken to my secretary. And he said, go to Radisson. He said, go to Radisson. Your accommodation is waiting for you. If you have any problem, call this number. That's my secretary's number. Chairman, my wife wasn't meant to go to that Lagos trip with me. When she had a racking up with I said, I'm going. And uh, at breakfast the following morning, the manager of the hotel, the general manager of the hotel, an Indian man, walked up to me. Did you enjoy a hotel? Will you come back here? <laughs> Amen. Everybody is your enemy. You are the number one enemy. Everybody can be your enemy. Praise the Lord. Awareness so that you can be a person of influence. Number two, contact. The principle of contact. Contact. Salt works on that principle, amen. Contact, we, we, we're quoting Matthew 5, 13 before, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its taste, how shall it be uh, re- restored? The saltiness be restored. It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Salt, salt is only relevant on contact. All you need is just a little quantity. You apply it to the meal, it gives a flavor. You know, they have told us, you know, reduce your salt intake, reduce your sugar intake and all that, you know, especially from a particular age upwards. And I've been trying to be faithful to that, you understand? My sugar is not too much, but it must taste, you know, the coffee must taste sweet. The team, I too. you know, so, so anyway, so I put my sugar, in, <laughs> and the other day I was eating you know, they said, reduce your fried food. So I said, okay, rather than fry the egg today, let me boil my eggs. So I, I cut, I diced my boiled eggs inside my bread. Of course, it will have all the things, so you understand, you know, if it's mayonnaise and marmalade or you know, it will have, it was, it was born again. But the egg had no taste, monikilele. There was no taste of the egg. I said, okay, salt. So and I took salt. I sprinkled a little across. Ah! The sandwich tasted, the change tasted. Life entered. It now had attitude. Money, That's what salt does. That's what salt does. It adds taste, it adds flavor. Otherwise, everything will be bland. The Bible says we are the salt of the earth, this planet earth. If believers are not here, darkness takes over. If believers are not here, destruction takes over. COVID was not destruction. It's because we are still here. If believers were not to be here, ah, what things like COVID would have done? Praise the Lord. You know, I've said this before. I live in, a, in an area where we're surrounded by different types of churches. You know, some churches, it's uh, 6 a.m. on Monday morning that they will do prayer meeting. For some of them, Monday to Friday, every day in the morning, they are praying. 9 a.m., they are still praying. When they go to work, they are still praying. So one day I said, what kind of Christians are these people? And I've said it before, in the Lord said to me, they are my people. Ah, so since then I kept quiet. Thank God some people are calling upon the Lord at different times. Salt of the earth is working, is doing the work of preservation. Do you know salt preserves? Salt cleanses, salt heals, salt flavors. We are all that to planet earth. So, and salt works only on contact. If you don't introduce salt into the meal, nothing will happen. So, we need to be introduced. We need to make contact. Listen, you can't do influence in isolation. Influence doesn't take place in isolation. There must be contact. So, be a person of contact. Be relevant where you are. In other words, Jesus, look at Jesus, the son of God, that God gave a mission to to come and save the world standing aloof from humanity would he accomplish his mission if jesus stood aloof from humanity what was jesus called friend of sinners friend of publicans tax collectors that was what he was called let's look at some scriptures matthew 11 18 to 19 for john came neither eating nor drinking and they say he had the devil the son of man came eating and drinking and they say, behold a man gluttonous and a wine beaver, a friend of publicans and sinners but wisdom is justified of our children he was a friend of sinners, friend of publicans. That was Jesus for you. Mark 1, 35 to 39. If you read that place, after a great revival, he went to a solitary place to pray in the morning. And Peter and others were looking for him. When Peter saw him, he said, Master, we've been looking for him. He said, let's go to the next towns. Therefore, I came. He was always about the people. Wherever the people were, that was where Jesus were, was. Wherever the action was, that was what, where Jesus was. Be where the action is. You must be a person of contact. You must be visible. Praise the Lord. You can't make contact. Neither can you be influential in isolation. Who am I speaking with? In church, you are in your own quiet corner. Every time, your own quiet corner. What impact are you making? Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen that way. So he will always go where the action was. I have many scriptures here. Let's just read one of them. Matthew chapter 9 from verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching, all the cities and villages, teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes was moved with compassion, He was always where the people were. Contact. We like to quote Acts chapter 10 and verse 38 very well. So let's read Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who did what? Went about doing what? Doing good and healing all that were oppressed of a devil. Went about doing good to animals, to trees, to human beings. Healing those who were oppressed of a devil. Contact. Who has God sent you to? Where has God placed you? Teachers are people of influence. You are a teacher here. Ah, Thank God for your life. Pour into the lives of your students. Pour. Keep pouring into their lives. Keep pouring. You are a parent here. Or you grandparents a grandparent, pour, pour into your children. Keep pouring into them. Keep pouring into them. Let them ask you, who taught you this? Tell them my grandmother taught me. Tell them my grandfather taught me. Tell them my dad taught me. Pour into them. Praise the Lord. Fathers, come out of your shells. Fathers think it's only about money. It's not only about money. Connect with them. Connect with your children. Teach them things. Show them things. Do things in their presence to arouse their interest. Contact. You are a senior in your profession. Let the junior ones see what you are doing. You know in Nigeria they hide things. Pastor Lay, I know you are a different lecturer. Pastor Lay is a professor. I know you are a different lecturer. You know, some, some lecturers pride themselves. We used to have one lecturer. His name was Bablu. Babalola, so we used to call him Bablu. He doesn't know how to smile. He says, <laughs> I love you will fail this course. A lot of you will carry this course over. <laughs> Somebody came here years ago. He said uh, he registered for a master's outside the country. and that, uh, But he was busy working, you know. Working in Nigeria and then he would go. So he wrote his exams and he failed. He said, his uh, professor called him. I know you are not ready for this exam. I'm going to set another exam for you. Okay? So he said, Ah, in Nigeria. Once you fail it. Your own has met you. So he said, Ah. So the man taught him again. And now repeated the same question. The same question that he said that he didn't do it was the same question. After the man had taught him again, he said, Ah. He said, If you are mad here, yeah, what well, pass? <laughs> Do you think that kind of student will ever forget that kind of lecturer? No way. Let's make things better for, don't make life difficult for one another. Contact. Someone say contact. Yeah, contact. We're people of contact. So salt works by penetration, by infiltration. Amen. Contact, it permeates. So be ready to help. Be willing to help. Do you know contact has uh, has its own factors. Service is an avenue for contact. Be a person that is ready to serve. Serve others. Help is another avenue for contact. Be somebody who is ready to help. You know the person there. And you know somebody who needs what this person. Do you know some people make money from connecting to people. You have something. You need something. I know the person that has what you need. I know the person that needs what you have. Let me bring you together. My fee is 5%. Even help and service can be an avenue for wealth. But some don't know it. They're not ready to help anybody. Wait. if your husband does something for somebody and your husband says, wait, don't share this with my wife, it means the husband and the wife don't, have, don't share the same values over that particular issue. It shows that something is wrong. Are you getting it? My wife can never stop me from blessing somebody. And I can never stop her from blessing somebody. And I don't need to tell her and she doesn't need to tell me. At times we have to protect the dignity of the person. Don't you think so? Hallelujah. At times she knows. At times I know. But it makes no difference if I don't know. Praise the Lord. Hmm. Have time for people. And always look for an opportunity to be relevant for the sake of God's kingdom. Finally, connection. Three points. Awareness, number one. Contact, number three. Connection. You want to be a person of influence, learn to connect. What do I mean by connecting? You must transmit the values you carry to the next generation. Transmit the values you carry to the next generation. Who are you influencing to become better than you are? Who are you affecting To do what you are doing in a way that is better than how you are doing it. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Connection. So we must transmit what we carry to the next generation. A person of influence will invest in the next generation. Are you investing in the next generation? When you see young people, do you call them? Do you know we lose history because there's no connection? So a generation today does not have a sense of history because they were never told what used to happen before. Hallelujah. It's sad that I had left home before my father died. You know? It's sad that, well, thank God that at least the little I know from him was those times we spent together. Maybe taking me to school because I was in boarding house. He would drive me to boarding house and we would talk and we would talk and we would talk and we would talk and he would share some things with me. Part of why he asked me or insisted that I should go to the secondary school I went was because it was close to our hometown. And he said, I want you to have an understanding of this terrain. I said, eh. Hey. He said, yes. Says it's good. Otherwise, I should have stayed in Lagos, Lagos. But he took me to a school in Lagos, Ijebu. If you know Ekwe, <laughs> government call it K2. That K2 is before Ekwe, you know. Some people think of K2 as K2 my 12. You don't know Lagos. Do you, have you had the name Ejuni before? You don't know Ebenezer Zawbi's song. Boko Okon Region. A generation does not know that song, you know. It's all this, I uh, know. k is before I joined. Amen. But before my uncle died, I would ask questions. I would ask questions. He would take me to places. We'll go places together. He'll begin to tell me stories. You see, that man and his own dad, your grandfather, they were first cousins. His own son, I started knowing things. So the thing that me, I now know, my own siblings, I tell them, they say, To oh Lord, you know this thing. I say, ah, I worked, I worked with elderly people. So I they connected with me. I connected with them. Listen, if you don't connect, you won't know anything. Praise the Lord. Learn to connect. Hallelujah. You know, you can have older people as your best friends. And I think your best friends should be older than you because they've seen what you do not see. They know what you do not know. Amen. I glean a lot of wisdom. I have some friends, you know, <laughs> I glean a lot of wisdom from them. Amen. Okay, so a person of influence invests in the next generation. Cover them. Don't control them. You want to control, influence their lives. Indirect impact. Have you forgotten what we said? Light does not shout. It shines. Let them see light shining in you and let them be touched. And let them in their subconscious begin to see themselves like you in future. Mm -hmm. Exemplify leadership to the next generation. Exemplify leadership. Exemplify excellence to them. What you do not have, you cannot give. What you do not have, you cannot give. So you want to influence the next generation. You don't have a prayer life. How will your children have a prayer life? Amen. Your children cannot have a prayer life if you don't have a prayer life. Your children cannot have a Bible study life if their father does not read Bible. But thank God for mothers. You know, some mothers will fill in that gap and make sure that the child or the children are properly. But shouldn't be a woman staying alone? Both of them. Do you know there's some things that children will look up to their fathers for and there's some things they look up to their mothers for. So let's be alive to who we are. Connect with them. Do you know Elisha had his Elijah? Or better still, Elijah had Elisha to connect to. Moses had his Joshua to connect to. Paul had his Timothy to connect to. And Moses poured into Joshua. Everything Moses did, he did under the watch. Because Joshua was always there watching. Joshua was his PA. So Moses was surprised when God said, take Joshua, the son of Nun. Put your honor upon him. Lay your hands upon him. Anoint him. He will succeed you. He was thinking, it's just my PA. Maybe he had been thinking that somebody from the lineage of a priest will succeed him. But was Joshua, the son of Caleb, that succeeded him? He was from the tribe of Ephraim. Praise the Lord. So Moses had a Joshua. Let's look at Psalm 22 from verse 30. What you don't have, you cannot give. Influence. In our nation, influence is missing. A a, a generation failed to connect with another generation. Another generation failed to tap wisdom from the older generation. Because if in a nation... I've seen um, late uh, Mr. Tafawa Baliwa, f- f- the first Prime Minister, the first Nigerian Prime Minister. I've seen him speak before. We saw those videos, very cerebral. True or false? He will speak extempore and it will make sense. Extempore. And it will make sense. He will address policy issues extempore. No written text in his hand. And it will make sense. And then we now have this generation of politicians who don't know Jack. Hello? Give us money. That's let the governor approve the thing, let the money come out. What's all this? voted and we put we put you there. Hey, baba Four years, it's assuming four years you'll be out of that place or so we'll replace you in four years. If you don't perform now, we know what to do. It's just four years. Ha. Connection. Let's read Psalm 22. And verse 30. A posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of a lot to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done this. Do you know what you are seeing there? We're seeing three generations. A posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of a lot to the next generation. So one generation will serve a lot in future and they will recount what they are doing to the next generation. That generation will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born. So it should be generational. We're in generations, amen. Many, days, many years ago when we were introduced, it wasn't called computer studies or computer science then. We started with data processing. How many people remember the days of data processing? And they used to talk about grandfather, father, son. I mean, remember? Grandfather, father, son. There's a magnetic reel, magnetic tape. I mean, remember? Floppy disk. Ah, f- f- Floppy disk. Ah, three one quarter or so. Di- fl- the maximum you could store was 1.44 megabytes. Without 1.44 megabytes was, was a big deal. In fact, your phone will not blink to, to store a file of 1.44 megabytes. But it was a floppy disk that you would keep. You would keep very well. We've come a long way. Grandfather, father, son. Influence must be generational. So the influence we're talking about is not for you towards your children alone. It shall extend beyond your children, their own children, their own children. Keep the legacy going. So Moses had a Joshua and he was intentional in pouring into his Joshua. Be intentional with your next generation. Numbers 27. And the Lord said unto Moses, take thee, Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit, and lay thine hand upon him, and set him before Eleazar the priest, and before all the congregation, and give him a charge in their sight. And thou shalt put some of thine honor upon him, that all the congregation of children of Israel may be obedient. And he did that. And Moses was succeeded by Joshua. Elijah was succeeded by Elisha. Um, First Kings 19. Uh, let's read from verse... Um, Seventeen, and it shall come to pass that in him that escaped, that him that escapeth the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay, and him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me seven thousand in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed to bow. So what did God asked him to do in verse sixteen, and Jehu the son of Nimshi shall thou anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel Meholah shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it happened exactly like that. Bible tells us in verse twenty. And he left, okay, that's verse 19. I'm sorry, I'm trying to, okay, let's go to 18. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed down unto Baal, and every man which had not kissed him. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke, 12 yoke of oxen before him. Elisha, son of Shaphat, was plying with 12 yoke of oxen before him. 12 yoke of oxen. 12 yoke of oxen before him. He was at the back. The oxen were in front. Twelve. The average livestock farmer in their day plowed with six yoke of oxen. That guy was diligent. He was a hard worker. And yet, he left all that. Twenty. And he left the oxen and ran after Elisha and said, let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, go back again, for what have I done to thee? Proverbial language. Of course, he was called that way. Jesus had the twelve. He connected with the 12. If Jesus did not connect with the 12, you won't be here today. I won't be here today. Praise the Lord. Yes, Paul had a Timothy. Hmm. First Timothy, chapter one, one to two. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God and our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith. Second Timothy one. From verse one, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son. Who will you call your son? In a sense that is not biological. Who will you call your daughter? In a sense that is not biological. In other words, who are you influencing? It's about influence. We live when we touch other people's lives. That's when we live. Really living is touching lives. Are you really living? Am I really living? Is somebody giving thanks to God for your life, for your wisdom, for your investments in their lives? Who are you encouraging to be a better version of yourself? Who are you provoking, challenging to be a better version of themselves? So don't hide from people because salt is relevant on contact three things awareness contact connection the lord will help us let us pray i'm out of town time out of town but we had many things doing today but that's fine please stand to your feet as we pray where are the instrumentalists can you tell the lord you will be a person of influence so he shall give you grace to be a person of influence Lord, I, I make up my mind to be a person of influence. Give me grace to be a person. I said, let's stand to our feet. Let us pray. Let us stand to our feet. Let us pray. Lord, give me grace to be a person of influence. Tell him you will not fail him. You will not fail him. Lord, I will not fail you. I will not fail you. Receive grace to be mindful of your assignment and to carry out your assignment maximally. Lord, I receive grace to be mindful of my assignment here on earth and to carry it out maximally in the name of Jesus. Receive strength by the Spirit of the Lord to connect with the next generation. Wisdom to connect with the next generation. Lord, I receive strength, I receive grace to connect with the next generation. To raise a generation better, far better, far effective, sharper than I am. Lord help me, let my life count in the name of Jesus. In time, and eternity, let my life count. Pray that Nigeria will experience leaders of influence, that the Lord shall raise leaders who understand the dynamics of influence in this land, in the name of Jesus, in every sector. Lord raise leaders who understand the dynamics of influence in every sector in our nation, in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, to grow, to increase, to in influence in the name of Jesus. Receive grace to be influential with God. Grace to be influential with God much more than you are right now. Lord, help me to be more influential with you. Help me to be more intimate with you, more connected to you. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, teach me to deploy my heavenly resources. Help me to carry a consciousness of eternity with me, a consciousness of a power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Receive grace to be aware of the resources at your disposal always. Lord, I receive grace to be aware of the, disposal of the resources at my disposal always. That I will leverage them to your glory. I will leverage them to your glory. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Yes, it's the spirit of wisdom and mind, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and understanding. Receive grace to walk in the reality of every resource that the Holy Ghost has made available unto you. Lord, grace to walk in the reality of every one of your resources I receive today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So you have no excuse. I have no excuse. You have no limitation as it were. I have no limitation as it were. So tell the Lord you will succeed. Tell the Lord by his grace you will succeed. On earth you will succeed. In life you will succeed. Receive grace to flourish. Grace to flourish. As the Lord has revealed from his word, even unto us this one, grace to flourish. Grace to flourish. Grace to flourish. I'm like a green olive tree planted in the courts of our God. Receive grace to flourish like the green olive tree. Grace to flourish like the pantry, to grow like the cedars of Lebanon. Grace to flourish. No dryness, no emptiness, nothing withers concerning you in the name of Jesus. No dryness, no emptiness, nothing withers concerning me, nothing withers us concerning us in the name of Jesus. No shame, no disgrace, no pain, no affliction, no setbacks, no calamity in our midst in the name of Jesus influence, influence. So tell the Lord to increase you in capacity, to increase you in capacity. Lord, increase me in capacity. Increase me in revelation knowledge. Increase me in wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And Lord, we ask for your help. Your help to be wise. Your help to understand the times. Your help to understand the seasons. Your help to be conscious and aware of what's going on. Would receive insight, insight into events and occurrences around us. Lord, will not stand aloof. Help us not to be ignorant of what is going on. In the name of Jesus. Lord, grant us grace to seize opportunities when they come. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to be alive and well to your spirit. To be sharp in our minds, oh God, all the time. In the name of Jesus. It's my prayer that our young people will be people of influence. My prayer that Lord our young people will be people of value in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's my prayer that our young people will be people of diligence that you will invest in them extraordinary skills to stand out in life in the name of Jesus. I pray that our young people will not be at the lower rungs of the ladder in life. I'm praying that your hand will bring them to the place of prominence and greatness in their generation in the name of Jesus. Every young person in church, lift up both hands. Lift up both hands. When I say young, if you are below thirty-five, thirty-five and below. Thirty-five and below. Lord, these hands are raised to you and to you alone. It is God that trains my hands for battle, my fingers for warfare. Let the anointing of excellence rest upon these hands and upon the owners of these hands such that a voice they will carry, your grace they will manifest, your excellence they will show forth in life from this hour. Wherever you go, wherever you are, not one of you will be hidden again. The glory of God will announce you to your world. You will do valiantly. The blessing is upon you. No man can turn it back. Where you seek help, doors of help will open. In the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost will inspire your decisions. You will not miss your seasons. You are blessed. Father, we say thank you. Can you just give him praise? And give him glory. And give him honor. In the name of Jesus, if you are sick in your body. And you believe that God's power can heal you. Just put your hands there as we pray. Put your hands where you are feeling the pains. Where you are feeling the discomfort. And let us pray. Lord, I pray for everyone doing this. Lord Jesus, by your own self, you took our infirmities upon yourself. You bore our sicknesses in your body and by your stripes we were healed. In the gospel is the power of healing inherent. And so in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every sickness erased, every trace of infirmity erased, every pain erased, every root of dysfunction in the body system erased. By the power of the resurrection of Christ, and I speak healing to you in the name of Jesus. Be made whole, be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. And from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet you are healed. Arthritis you go in the name of Jesus. Ulcer you die in the name of Jesus. Diabetes, high blood pressure, medical conditions uh, will destroy your grip and your power over this lives in the name of Jesus. And in that Sick people online, let your healing anointing reach out to them and make them whole as well. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. We shall return with testimonies of healings to the glory of God the Father. In Jesus' mighty name, your daughter sent you a message. Things are not right with her, but I want you to know that God has intervened. So let there be a testimony. Therefore, as you are making clear, Lord, that you have intervened, let there be a testimony. Let there be good news in that situation. So help shows up. Help shows up. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We may be seated. All eyes shut, all heads bowed. The last thing I want to do is I put the microphone down. You want me to pray for you because you want to... Give your heart to Jesus. And you are saying, Pastor, pray for me. Where you are, I will pray for you. So that you can get born again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. The journey of transformation begins with a walk with Jesus. And you are saying, I want the blood that Jesus shed to be my own portion, my own reality. raise up your right hand and let me pray for you your friend invited you that's good but here you are come to jesus all heads bowed all eyes shut everybody's minding their own business just raise up your right hand i want to know who i'm praying for up on the gallery or down here i don't see any hand if you want to rededicate your heart to jesus you can stand and let me pray for you you know by yourself that you are not pleasing unto god anymore you know by yourself that you have drifted away but you are making up your mind to return to the Lord, just stand up and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Who else? God bless you. Who else? Thank you. God bless you. Can you place your hands across your chest and say, Lord Jesus, please take me back. Today, I mean it with all my heart. I will serve you because you died for me. I will dedicate my heart therefore unto you in Jesus' name. Lord, release I release your grace, and I release them to your will and purpose for their lives. They will not draw back from seeking you. They will love you all their days, and they will obey you all their lives. It's a new beginning for you, enter into freshness. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. They will tell you what to do. God bless you. Let's give thanks to the Lord.